Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He, he looks like he would stuff me into a locker and then stuff me after that. Like, <laughs> the please. thickens. <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you are gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and I'm so excited to have Jordan Barrow on the podcast this week, the first black bock on Broadway in Wicked, giving us such gorgeous tales from the, the Broadway stage, also beautiful laughs from the top to the bottom. I want to thank you so much for all the birthday love you gave me last week. Um, so many great messages about Henry Russell Bergstein's episode, but also so many of you picked up merch, which really was a gift. If you want some more of that, you get your character actress sweatshirt at gayasspodcast.com. Dropping some new designs soon, so keep an eye out for that. I do also want to say on my birthday, I spent it the actual day at my first ever Korean spa. Jordan and I do discuss that very experience. And uh, yes, there were highs, there were lows. But spoiler alert, I will be going back. In this episode, Jordan not only gives us some BTS of Wicked and what he hopes for the casting of the movie, but also we talk the Dahmer documentary, some Beyonce scoop, and just giggle till the end. Make sure you follow Jordan, follow the podcast at Gay Ass Podcast, and if you want to give me a birthday gift and you didn't do so last week, please press that subscribe button. Or if you want to send this podcast to someone that you think would like it, that's really the best way to, to spread the word. So I thank you. I love you. And enjoy my Broadway baby beach. Jordan. This is a reunion, and I, dare I say, am chuffed to be talking to a Broadway legend, a hilarious, gorgeous man. Jordan, thank you for coming on the Segeas podcast. Hello. Happy gay morning to you. (laughs) I do want to ask a controversial question, Jordan. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Do we tell the girlies how we know each other? Do we go full on, no, we're just in the entertainment industry? Or do we say, no, no, it's from a day job? <laughs> no, I think I think it's good for people to know that people are normal and did normal things and do normal things. I, Thank you for I saying the present yeah. tense of do, Jordan, because I may or may not be still at that job. <laughs> um, Jordan, explain to the girls where we met. So we met uh, via Zoom, <laughs> via a company called TeamBuilding.com, which is a company that hosts team building events IRL. But then they 
switched over to virtual market and boy was there a market because they blew up overnight truly and the rest is yeah. history so yeah jordan and i we, yeah. we were just like i don't even remember the first time we met each other but me um, either we just like worked together and i have to say that i still work doing corporate events on zoom and in person and i you know what it's a it's it's basically i get to be silly for for people that work yeah. at microsoft and you know what i do not i actually really enjoy it is that okay to say absolutely no i i enjoyed it a a ton. I mean, it was a good gig and I met lots of people like you and I met, I mean, I feel like it was, it was for one, we were, we are paid well for doing it. So mm-hmm. your time, your money and you get to work from home. And I, I, I'm that weird person who I don't mind the small talky thing. Right. Which I'm a, you are as well. <laughs> I mean, I actually think the job has made me better at small talking. I was yeah. at a gay bar last weekend. And as long as I'm you so have sorry. an opening, <laughs> I've, I found to create a sport of it. You know, I, I find yeah, yeah. that if you get a good opening question... And mm-hmm. because of our ability to small talk, I met a very charming man on Saturday night, and um, uh, and he was game to small talk. And I, unless you talk to a wet noodle, usually you can get some good <laughs> stuff out of it. Yeah, and I, that's what I think I liked about it, too, is that you get into the room, and some days you're with... Literally, if it was like a gay pride event, it'd mm-hmm. be, oh my gosh, I'm here with my, with my people. Mm-hmm. Or if it was Black History Month, I mean, mm-hmm. it was always, I never felt weird. And then there were some days you get on, they're like, we're all in Belgium and we, it is 10 p.m. at night and we don't even <laughs> like each other. I'm like, all right, this is a battle for Let me alone and- gay people. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um- <laughs> I well, do think I mean, it's so, it. I think it's so funny that you were working for this company and then overnight you disappeared and then I saw you on Broadway about four seconds later. I was like, sure, 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 <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Which speaking of Jordan, I'm gonna ask you a question. I don't want you to spend too much time thinking about your answer. Jordan oh, Barrow, no. besides your current alphabet, who is your favorite alphabet in Wicked Herstory? Oh, that's for me, Shoshana Bean. Come on, never Shoshani. got to see her. Yeah, never got to see it live. But that I think is when I fully gave in to my wicked obsession. I think I, I think I'm the same way. I mean, there's just Shoshana Bean, and don't you think that she's having a delayed gratification of her career? Don't you yeah. think she should be an Oscar winner by now, or at least at least a Tony? Absolutely. It is very strange in that way. I feel like she keeps blowing up, but I think that's how this business works yeah. anyway. You become famous to one group of people and then you keep going. Right, and it's, right. So I actually met her for the first time. A lot of people in my life know her because she was in Waitress with mm-hmm. friends of mine. And I met her at, um, I did the AIDS walk this summer and she was one of the presenters. I was a presenter and I, we didn't get to talk much, but I was like, hi, I just want to just, introduced myself and i was like i'm jordan i mean she goes i know who you are I said, <gasps> shoshana b yeah, knows who you are the gasp i was like she was like yeah she's like say hi to everyone at the girls and i'm like yeah oh my you. god <laughs> like, say you hello one day <laughs> i mean can you imagine I, I can't even put my finger on right now like all my favorite shoshana being riffs but they yeah. di- didn't she originate so many of the ones that people obsess over now i feel like she did. oh yeah yeah and it's it's kind of crazy because I don't know who was in charge of Wicked at the time, mm-hmm. but the things that she was doing just would not fly now. So it's just very, I'm like, talk about a no fly show. Yeah, yeah. I, um, <laughs> didn't she, didn't she create the Fiero, Fiero? <laughs> like, didn't she do the full upper? Up, up, yeah, way up and, oh gosh, I, I wish I would be just listening in the monitor, not more, more than I already do. Because right, right, right. right now we have a, another very, very great alphabet. I've been very fortunate to have really great alphabets, but that's also wicked. Is uh, yeah, it's also you know, wicked. They're, they're, yeah, they're fucking Broadway. Be- <laughs> do you um? Do you hear? Are there like rules, like very strict rules about what type of riffs the alphabets are allowed to do? Yeah. Yes. They, I'm yes. obsessed with the like red tape of Wicked. Ugh, I want yeah, a do- I want a true crime documentary about what <laughs> alphabets are allowed to do in terms of vocal freedoms. Yeah, it's there. There, there are definitely rules. I um, I remember with Lindsay Pierce, there was one day she did something. I don't even remember now. And I texted her after the show, and I was like, "That tonight, <laughs> like, you gave it to me." And she was like, "Yeah, I, I'll probably like get a note tomorrow to not do it again." I'm like, eh, okay. At least it's a note <laughs> and not losing her job well 
<laughs> but that's how much of a rule follower. I'm not even joking. Like I am proud to say that Matt and I are in couples therapy and we are very Absolutely. much, in, we're enjoying it. It's like, it's of course difficult, but so necessary. And I think what's really interesting about it, if not without getting too deep into it, is that so many of us grow up as such intense rule followers. And like, we're afraid of like the world ending if we do anything outside of the realm of what is allowed. And I think because Matt grew up a Catholic Georgia Southern closet a gay person that's real I have it too just like being a perfectionist but he has it even more so and so I think of course like my brain goes to if if like your alphabet's gonna add a little sass to a if I'm like well she's gonna get fired right and you're like it's a no I just I think <laughs> I think that we need to be allowed to break some rules because otherwise playing it safe ain't gonna get you anywhere no and well and that's exactly it I mean it's the show survives because I think people do want to keep coming back and seeing these new renditions of these iconic songs. So there's definitely, there's leeway and there are vocal qualities like our current alpha Batalia. She does, um, her voice is outrageous, but she does lots of different things. Like she almost, she can almost yodel in some days. I'm like, mm. and, I, and they obviously allow her to do that. I'm like, yes, you, yes, please. Like, what is your what is, when you every show, well actually I wanted to, I want to do Rose and Thorn you okay. famously auditioned for Wicked about what was it fifty eight times and yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you after many years you uh-huh. booked the role you're the first black box on Broadway in Wicked you are so fucking talented it is about damn time as they say <laughs> however now that you're on Broadway. In a huge show, what is your rose and thorn of the experience? Best, like your the thing that like was your favorite is your favorite part about being on Broadway, and then not the thorn of like the worst part, but just like what was different or more mm-hmm. difficult or just not what you thought it might be or what people might think it is to be in a big Broadway show. Yeah, I, so the rose is obviously getting the job was it was in, insane because it happened so quickly. I mm-hmm. auditioned on a Thursday. I remember I was speaking to someone at team building. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going back in for, for Wicked and it's on Thursday. She was like, oh, that's great. I hope it happens. I'm like, yeah, well, the rehearsal start on Tuesday. So if I don't hear anything by like Friday and then I think I worked again Friday, heard nothing. And then I was like, okay, so I, I didn't get it. It was so, and then I booked it Monday morning. So <gasps> that, yeah. So that is that. And then you, you started a rehearsal the next day. The next day. Yeah. Th- our, the next day, actually, me and my boyfriend, they gave us tickets to see the show. Shut. And then I started Wednesday. Oh, my. Um, I cannot imagine you and your, first of all, very handsome, lovely boyfriend. <laughs> seeing Wicked, knowing that you were about to be a principal yeah, in the show. from like eighth row. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Lots of tears. Squeeze Quite a rose. Boyfriend's hand. Quite, that's, that is a rose. That is yeah. a rose. That and and then also just being there. I remember it was a really really good show. So that was also and that has been a, a rose throughout the whole thing. Is that I'm in a show that people really want to come and see and support and sell out fairly often. Oh and my god! Are, I have to tell you, I saw the show um, before we moved to LA. I think it was devastatingly like a couple months before you were in it, and I saw it with my parents who were in town for their like final trip to visit uh-huh. before we, we left New York. And I just, I hadn't seen it since I was in eighth grade. First <sighs> of all, I not only was having like nostalgia tears, but I was also <laughs> understanding more of the plot than I ever, ever had before. Well, well. <laughs> She's a little intricate. I forgot. I forgot the ups and the downs. I have to say, oh wait, wait before, before I t- say this, yeah, I have to hear your thorn. What's your thorn? Uh, so th- the thorn, I guess, is that it is a busy schedule to keep mm-hmm, and you have mm-hmm. to keep excited about being there and right. doing the show. Prior to Wicked, the, I had only done a show, the most I'd, I'd done anything I think was like 55 or 60 times at a mm-hmm. show I did in Canada. So I believe tonight is my 290, like third. Are you show. kidding? Yeah, I, I and it, it would be higher, but I got COVID twice. Sure, um, sure, 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 sure. So yeah, so it's that I think is it's to be expected. Like, oh yeah, but I think with the long running show, it is maybe it could be a little bit harder because you do have to uphold integrity even more than you would right on a show that's op- been open for nine months and you're figuring things out nine months in mm-hmm. nine months in we're rehearsing because we need to be reminded of things and you're like oh my goodness this is. 
I have to keep this exciting for myself and for them. And so that it's not, it's hardly a thorn, but it is just, it's a stamina. It's a of mental Of course, but also stamina. doing anything 300 times is yeah. going to be yeah. difficult no matter what, even if it's like a dream right. job, which is what you have. But I think that is such, I don't think many people realize how grueling Broadway theater performers have it. Like it, it, I remember you retweeted something that it's like Broadway performers are athletes and it is a 100% true fact. My back was never more fucked up than when I was on tour doing Elf the Musical. I swear to God. Absolutely, and your and your back would be real toe up on the Gershwin because it I is a hear, rake stage. I hear the rake is devastation. Nation. I didn't know that when I got the job. I think I didn't know it until about the fourth rehearsal. They were like, "Well, when you get onto the deck with the rake," and I was like, "What do you mean with the <laughs> rake?" Said, the, I beg the, your part. What do you mean? That should be in the breakdown. <laughs> like, hey, just to listen. let you know, if you book your dream job, you will have to stretch out your psoas every other hour, every day. I, I'm, I'm, I'm famously married to someone who is an eighth grade girl a, a fan of wicked Helis? i i will hear i'll be like on the toilet sorry for the reference but i will be on the toilet and i will hear alphabet riffs every other tuesday every other i mean every matt he is obsessed i've heard about the rake stage i've heard about i mean and to this day and i and i love him for it but i i feel like i keep up with the wicked world more than the Just average through him. through him and more than the average homo um hey well well, you did, you did a retweet something that about bringing Nessa to the red table because someone says, and this is about the plot of Wicked that I was really, I, when I saw it, I was like, hold the phone. I, this person yeah. tweeted, I think the fact that Nessa Rose enslaves an entire race of people to keep the boy she likes from going after the woman he really wants is an underdiscussed and under-remembered but incredibly significant part of Wicked the musical. Nessa. Nessa. Listen, Nessa. <laughs> I've got something to confess, uh, hon. You're canceled. Um, yeah. I just, there's so many parts of the show that's like dark, dark days. It is. And I think I forget that when I was obsessed with it. And mm-hmm. now doing it when we rehearsed the show, we had a rehearsal two weeks ago. We had two days of rehearsal with our associate where we sat around for several hours and we'd read the script or we just did the script sitting around and mm-hmm. redoing beats and just getting back to the words. And I remember some, there were some moments I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this show, it, this could be, if, if in different hands, this could have been a very, very like even heavier yeah. dark show where yeah. they are. And they're, and the, the ladies are often crying and stuff like that. And there are tears that are held because the show is deep for sure. But there are moments with Miss Nessa, especially. I'm like, this is. We need to. We need to bring Nessa to the red table. I, Hello. She's got some things to dis, to to explain. To answer herself. to. Yeah. I know. I really. Yeah. I really. And also, just like the the beautiful and devastating connections to the Wizard of Oz of like how. Mm-hmm. I. It's. All this to say, Stephen Schwartz. Wait, who wrote? Who wrote? He wrote the music. Who wrote the book? Winnie Holtzman. Winnie. Come Winnie. on, girl. We love yeah. you, and you're keeping those audiences fed with the riffs and with the devastating plot twists. Absolutely. No, it is. And I remember um, my old Ness at one point, she said, this is just like, I, I, this is maybe month three. She was like, well, you know, and then, and Nessa dies. And I was like, what do you mean she dies? She's like, well, she she dies. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, welcome to the show, Jordan. But yeah, she she gets killed. <laughs> like she totally, literally that, murdered. Yeah, the the wicked witch of the east, her sister. Like the the house drops on her, and I'm like, that is totally who. Yeah, it was I was like, well, Jordan, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Full circle <laughs> sadness. <laughs> um, so sad. speaking of going full circle, Jordan, I want to ask you the famous podcast question, which is, oh. whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? Oh, whose fault? Okay, I'm going to probably have to blame, and I don't know if it's the group or the channel, but probably Fox Family, but S Club 7 (laughs) in general is a big contributor to why I am the way I am. The way I am. What's the famous... there's no party like an S Club party. S Club party, yeah. S Club. S Club. Wait, what's the Fox Family reference? That was the channel that they were on, and then it became ABC Family. Oh, right. And, and Fox that Family would freeform or something. And then now it's freeform. Fox Family used to put on these S Club Seven specials, and then they would also air the show, of course. But they would put on these specials every now and then, and I would have my mom. We would have. I have V VHSs. I don't know where they are now, 
but I would have, I would have them like set up when, when you could like get the VHS to record at a certain time. I was like, we're going to be, we're going to be way, but you get it ready. Oh my God. I mean, I was, yeah. What a throwback. I also love the visual of you just not knowing why you were doing this, but so meticulously obsessing over a literal <laughs> gay ass girl, boy group. Girl um, and boy. Yeah. Well, it, that's what, was it that you were, um, culturally obsessed with the the camp of the music or were you in love with some of the members is a little bit of both my my father was born in england and i have a lot of british family in that way so i think i i was always i used to have my british family members send me like magazines and things from england that they could only get Hmm. and i would i had my wall this is like fourth and fifth grade i had a wall in my my bedroom full of s club seven posters not in sync, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what I think is so. I, I was talking about this recently, and there's like this fame. This is tweet that's been going around about like when you're in your 30s, it's all about stripping away the things that we have done to make ourselves feel like we are normal and that we like are what society expects. And it's just going back to what you what weird weirdo you were as a kid. And I think that you, as a fourth grader, obsessing over S Club 7 and not thinking that there's anything weird about it, because there wasn't, but then, of course, it all pointed <laughs> to that you were a gay-ass fucking kid. But, like, I I also was obsessed. I actually was obsessed with NSYNC because I wanted to, you yeah, know, kiss yeah. every single... Well, I, I wanted to kiss five of... Wait, how many there are there? There were five, yeah. So, NSYNC? I guess all of them. You were... Four, four, <laughs> five, of, uh, five of them. Eric, there were five. Um, I wanted to... No, I think I wanted to kiss four. That's tracks who was i there's always i feel like there's always one person in every boy band group they're just like it's a no for me dog i think backstreet boys for me it was um wasn't there always a what's the scary one with a goatee like the like the thin lined goatee howie no howie i think howie? that's i think it's howie, howie is that his name? i'm looking them up right now yeah there were yeah there were three three guys in s club seven and i feel like i never wanted i was never attracted to them but i was always wanting to be like the girls in S Club 7. Oh my god, yes. And I guess that's a lot of, it's like, like, you are such a Britney Spears because you wanted to like, be her. So yeah, I don't, I was just enamored with, I remember Tina had these 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 great braids on one of the concerts and i was like i love her hair so much like what am i, I love up to the, the first name drop the oh, first yeah. name drop of an s club seven Listen, number i could not I tell you name them all i can name them wait all. do it name them name as many as you can okay so there's joe there's rachel there's hannah and then there's tina and then there's john bradley and uh paul yeah, I feel like I feel like you're right now re- referring to the hairspray moment where it's like I'm Penny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all as comes up with people. Yeah, um, I need help. okay. Someone asked me this recently, and it's because you have British roots. Yeah, Jordan Barrow. Who is your favorite Spice Girl? Oh, my favorite Spice Girl. Oh, I'm a baby Spicer. I am. <laughs> I do love baby. Baby Spicer through and through. Yeah. I I think when I was asked this, I think I answered baby, but then I got sass for it. So I think oh. I ended up saying ginger, but then someone got mad at me because ginger broke them apart, right? Oh, she did, yeah. That was apparently her doing. But yeah. <laughs> cancel me. Ginger had big tits. And they got back together. They and sure also, did. like, I feel like redheads get enough sass, and who am I to pile on? <laughs> she had a gorgeous, she had a gorgeous energy of beautiful rack uh, well, and and also wore a dress that was the full-on british flag sorry i'm an anglophile or just gay and <laughs> sometimes those are one and the same um i do uh, wonder there's been a lot of tension going around about the Dahmer show on netflix are you a true crime girl i am i am i am i actually uh, i took a class my freshman year at school on ser- it was a psych course there was um and it was about serial killers it was great. It was, and we studied Mr. Dahmer. Wow, you Mish was before their time. Well, there were, yeah, <laughs> there was. It was a great class too. It was, it was, it was messy. We would watch lots of movies and read all these books about like getting into the mind of why these people do what they do. Well, the the thing that I find interesting is that the Dahmer. I've only watched a little bit because Matt's watching it, okay. and I don't know if you've been reading, but people are pissed yeah. that basically they they created the show and then it's re-traumatizing the people that were involved and. Um, and I obviously find that to be, inc- I'm sure, incredibly true. But my question is, 
isn't this the four thousandth true crime inspired show? And why? And, and I, because the thing is, the, like, like there's, for an example, there's another one about a mom who like sins of our mother. Tree. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so. How is that any different? Why is it because Ryan Murphy has such a big platform? I'm just like these like I can you imagine you've, you've gone through a very traumatic thing with your family, with a friend, whatever the fuck it is, and then you get an email from a producer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you like to get dolled up and talk about this devastating part of your life? And then 6 months after you're interviewed about it, there are people on Twitter critiquing your haircut right, yeah. i just feel like there it's like it, we've it, lost it, the it plot it must be horrible forever we've lost the plot and i and i and i i'm a part of the problem i watch them there's fucking huge podcasts about it and but but i don't know if i don't know what the answer is jordan because what do we do what do we what do we do and with someone i feel like with Dahmer, it was there, but there was another thing about him just a couple of years ago i feel like he he gets brought up a lot there are lots of things but I think that's what there's an, there's always an angle with with mm-hmm. this case in particular, which is what I think people are upset about with the the angle of like race, especially with his victims mm-hmm. and queerness and. But I do think that there is a lot of good in sharing these stories again. Right, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, isn't it good that we're actually getting some of the truth about how he was targeting people of color? But all, but then also people are angry that it's that there's it's being i'm just it's i'm confused i think it's probably all bad but (laughs) what as a consumer i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do i mean i'll just i'll just keep on watching the great british bake show whatever the fuck it's called like which i actually never watched problematic jordan oh my god this have you have you been seeing the pictures i have seen yes i have seen him (laughs) the one that this keeps being shared over and over and well i didn't realize that he so wait i forget his name he's like the beautiful muscled british black man um british meet the bakers of the new season of the great british baking show so i am famously into multiple of the men on this show um there is james who is the i dare i say scottish um gay hairy man i'm contractually obligated to see chest hair poke out of a shirt and then instantly thirst over it and then the headliner is sandro who i did not know he's not only like beautiful he's a boxer he's a full-time nanny he's also gay i don't know why i just yeah i i mean unless i'm wrong and i'm gonna get canceled but i'm pretty (laughs) sure someone i i read online that he is gay and so i'm like wait that changes everything he could he he looks like he would stuff me into a locker and then stuff me after that like (laughs) please thickens i did not know that that tracks i guess well i don't want to generalize but he is a nanny (laughs) how many how many muscled straight men are you gonna allow around your children that is not i only on i feel like male straight nannies only exist on like television shows that are written not reality shows like 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 especially this is us like how there's a plot point about how he plays like the manny Sure, sure, sure. A straight man on the show, but I think that's the only way it's going to be. Like, and yeah. I, I'm curious if anybody listening has children. Like, like answer the poll. Would you hire a straight man to watch your children? I let's let. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> what, have you seen? I want to. I want to quote that girl. Um, let's let's ask the audience. It's the server that there's um someone that's trying to return their food at the restaurant, but they've eaten the, the entire thing. thing. Yes, and they go. This was this food was bad. I kind of send it back, and it's like uh, and she and he's she's being recorded, and I think she like shows the tray to, to the, the camera. camera. Yes. She's like, well, let's ask the audience. I <laughs> feel like cut. I I obviously know there are <laughs> there are some good straight men, and I don't. Want to cancel an entire demographic, but I'm not. I don't think if like, hey, I'm Billy. Can I watch your three kids? I'm gonna say, Billy, get a job. It it gives me pause. That's all. (laughs) Just pause. Did you ever? Were you a babysitter? No, I was not. And actually, no, no. I had. You hate kids. (laughs) I don't hate kids at all. So you agree? You hate kids? No, I had them for sure, and a lot of them were were great. Some, many of them, I'm. Well, I guess there's only two of them I know for sure that I'm still um, close with, but they... Your babysitters? Yeah, they... Because uh, one of them was an older woman, and then her daughter started to watch us. 
um, oh later on. And she was great. She she introduced me to tons of music. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think babysitters turn gay people gay. In fact, well, I need to... I need to write that down because i would brush my my babysitter's hair oh my anytime gosh. she let me well and and, and of course she enjoyed it like <laughs> it feels good i wonder like a seven-year-old who's like getting the brush caught and i'm like tearing it i'm like trying to learn how to be a, a hairstylist <laughs> i I, ho- I hope she likes it i hope she's doing well although i did have another therapist who um if i may be candid was a fucking bitch well I think 99% of babysitters are doing the Lord's work and even oh, if they're yeah. like 15, they're still like patient and doing and putting up with annoying kids. However, this babysitter worked for my dad. My dad owns a pharmacy. And so she like, I don't know what she did at the pharmacy, but she also babysat us sometimes. She was beautiful. I just remember like always had her hair tied back really tight, wore very chesty shirts. Wow. And she was obsessed with skincare, which again, go off we love but she was teaching me an eight-year-old not to rub my eyes because it would give me wrinkles i said sweetheart i've got enough collagen to last the next two (laughs) decades get off my fucking jock and every time i rub my eyes now i think of jamie oh god i had a i had a babysitter named jamie too and there you go it's the name but yeah that's it's a bit extra but i mean that's a defining moment that could you know (laughs) some children would not recover as they say I never did. Oh. I also remember like the second she said that I, the camera panned over and I saw a bunch of Slim Fast and I was like, I'm going to buy that. I like immediately was oh. just like <laughs> spiral. It was quick. Insecure about every part of my body and I'm fully less than double digits. <laughs> but to all the good babysitters, we love you. Yeah, we support we you and you. thank you for your service. My goodness. Yeah, we had so many growing up. My pa- Both my parents worked. So I was, we definitely were babysat. And we and we and we love being sad. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Did not mean that in a gross way. Good night. Um. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Can I ask you another famous podcast question? Okay. If the world was ending, mm. you could only save one character actress. Jordan, who would you save? Loretta Devine. Uh, wait, someone said that recently. Really? What a great answer. I love to hear it. Yes. Yeah. That is... She... I 
adore that woman. Anything she's in, I will play. She's always going to be good. She's always going to be great. I mean, it's... And wasn't she recently on... Um, yeah, she was also on Celebrity Drag Race recently. Did you see that? I did not. I have not watched... Drag Race is... I, there is... I, I had to take a break. Too many. Too I many. I watched all the, like, American seasons. I watched All Stars and stuff. But I, I'm not up to date on Celebrity because it's just... It was too many. It was... It's, I need a break. And also an international. I, I love to be a global girl, but I just like, now we're doing what? Drag Race Holland? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Da, not nine, bitch. <laughs> nine for now, bitch. I can, I don't have the, the bandwidth. Yeah, it's, it, it's just busy it, and it's, it's great. I love that it's such a phenomenon, but I, I need rest. I need rest. <laughs> so that's really all that comes down to. Well, especially when you, like we're talking about, you're doing almost 300 shows of Wicked the Musical. You have Mondays off, is that correct? We do, yes. In the summer, we had Sunday off, which was kind of cute. But right now, we're, yeah, we're on, we're on Mondays off. So Okay, walk me through your perfect day off from your grueling schedule. Are we are we doing skincare? Are we doing, <laughs> are we going absolutely off, spending more money than we should at a restaurant? Are we, what are we we're, doing? Okay, so I sort of had yesterday-ish was sort of this way. Uh, for one, since my boyfriend is a teacher, it would be a day that he mm-hmm. had off also. That is helpful. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. starts with probably like a brunch, waking up late, brunch, maybe a drunch, maybe, you know, maybe there's booze involved at this. Are you a mimosa girl? I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, absolutely. I believe in mimosas. Um, <laughs> and then it probably would involve... An amusement park, in case we're not too <laughs> drunk from, you know, sure. that. Um, and maybe, like, a movie and settling into the evening with, like, face mask, like you said. Definitely I some love face masking. That. Wait, so you're, a, you're um, a theme park girl. Oh, big time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Did like, you know um, Matt went to gay night at Six Flags here <gasps> like, a, like a week or two ago? That's yeah, a good Six Flags. I've been to it's it. a good six. I mean, I didn't go because the weather was horrible and I just needed a break. But he well, went and had there were like no lines and he had I the bet. time of his life. But I will say, I think it hits differently when you are in your 30s. And I do mean hits differently. It hits. Yeah. I, I do think our bodies are not as limber as they once were. There, yeah, I um, we went to Six Flags last year and we did almost everything that we could do in the span of like eight hours. And it was pretty empty because it was still COVID mm-hmm. um, precautions. So they weren't overselling the park. And I remember we were, after like ride four, we were like, oh, this is, it's good that we can get on things very quickly, but right. we need breaks in between. Well, these I'm sure rides. you're Googling <laughs> chiropractors in, while you were waiting for Batman. Yeah. I just, it, it, I, I, I literally sat on a swing set recently and um, got a headache. I just like, there's, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, you just think felt I'm, it coming. <laughs> I'm losing my edge. Um, you know what I more am into instead of the theme parks these days? I went to my first korean spa the other day i love a spa oh my god jordan it was my birthday and i had it was like the middle of the week i had nothing to i you know i was like i want to treat myself i don't want to sit at home and so i had coffee with a dear friend of the podcast zach noe towers hilarious comedian we had a great time and then i went to this korean spa very close to me i was in there for like three and a half hours it was unbelievable and surprising <laughs> so yes. i said to matt i was like matt what if what if i see anything controversial he says right. eric you're going to korean spa at 2 30 on a wednesday afternoon you're not going to see anything it's going to be boring yeah jordan but it'll, but it'll be well did you see something no yeah. <laughs> the second i walk in let me just say there are showers right when you walk in and i saw a bouncing elbow is all i'm going to say Oh my! To, to which I said, "Oh, there is okay. something that's going to happen on a Wednesday afternoon." And listen, it—it it really that was just like the universe throwing me a literal bone. But yeah. I will say that it did get much more tame after that. But still, it's listen. If you put, I feel like it's like almost like to our basest instinct as human beings. If it reminds me of gr- Greek, Greek. Wow. Baths. Mm-hmm. Roman baths? 
What the, uh, the fuck Ro- it is? Ro- Roman. Yeah, Roman. Like, did, wasn't sounds... there like all sorts of gay sex happening in those? Even yeah, though it wasn't it was like extremely gay. Yeah, right. And like the fucking like bottoms that were just servicing the, whatever. And I feel like when you put men gay by, I mean, probably not straight, but like everyone's on a scale. Like if you put them in a naked hot room, things are going to yeah. It's no, it's it's something is going to happen. Yeah, facts are facts, America. I've actually never been to one of those types okay. of spas. Well, there's in New York. I know there's um, um, what the fuck is it? It's like the famous oh, uh, Steamworks is one of them. Is that oh, it, that well, might be in New like, York? That's like too. that's like the gay. That's like that. Yeah, that's like that's like yeah, that's where that's um. The, but there's like the the Sojo Spa that's in New Jersey. You're probably not going to see anything like that there. But also maybe your listeners will know more than I do. Maybe there is some oh, I, the Sojo Spa. I mean, if anybody has had a Jersey, a nasty Jersey spa moment, <laughs> there's, um, yeah, there's like a famous, oh, Spa Castle. Spa oh, Castle. Oh, yeah, Spa Castle. Yes. And yeah, and I I don't know. I mean, I, I do I do remember Matt telling me he went to uh, Spa Castle for like a, like a bachelorette party or something. And not only were there a lot of like children running around and screaming, but like a, the know. week prior, it had been closed down because why, Jordan? A dead body was found at the bottom <gasps> of a pool. Oh, to which no. I say, I heart New York. It's such a New York story that they, I mean, how it devastating. Is. But like. I actually have a funny spa sort of tie-in with this. This was definitely the the group of people to share this with. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my home of New Jersey, yes, I am a, I'm a Jersey boy. There was a spa that was above the Rita's. There was a Rita's Italian ice like a mile from my home that we would go to. And there was a dance studio nearby. It was all in this like very suburban mm-hmm. shopping center. And the spa got raided because men were going up in there and it was not a spa it was a brothel and it <gasps> was, a, it was a yeah it was a massage parlor spa-esque thing from the outside but you would only see men going in and coming out and they got raided and it, i don't and know they if they got, got raided shut down. for like for, so is was it a i mean was it a they, brothel where like there was like a bunch of women up there that were yeah it was women yeah yeah, yeah doing things that were not massages well maybe massages and then (laughs) yeah we're not gonna gonna censor these i will say that there's probably no not many gay brothels because (laughs) men are just so willing to have sex yeah and not pay for it and they don't need to we live in very different times i would say for sure i would say so i mean i feel like let's see a gay brothel First of all, it would have a very campy name. The interior design, would, it would be run so well, um, uh, but I think it'd be expensive. Yeah, there's no like market. Any, there's just, there's no know. market. There's no market. I feel like anything related to gay people is just like the highest of of quality. Like we yeah. we love West Elm. We so I feel like it, when we would be paying for sex, we'd probably be. I mean, I'm here. Am I saying like there's no brothels? I know there's like massage websites sure. where you can yeah, like yeah. purchase a massage or whatever. But um, but from what I've heard, and I actually haven't done it, but I definitely have perused. It, it doesn't look. It doesn't seem cheap. No, and it does not at all. Well, right, and it, I do wonder, like, well, these people must be really cleaning up. And well, well, <laughs> cleaning up. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope they are. I hope they are. Yeah, you know, it's the oldest profession, as they say, and whoever whoever is le- living that journey, I wish them dollar signs upon dollar signs. <laughs> um, you also. Uh, I've been tweeting a lot about Beyonce's new album, and I find that uh, to be very the only dollar signs. We only double <laughs> lines. We cross our dollar signs. Yes, yes. <laughs> on on the topic of dollars. Do you think Renaissance is top three of her albums? Yeah, yeah, it's top two, and I don't know if it's number two. And that I know is crazy to say, but I don't know because four is up there as one of my favorites, and I think like self title is up there, but this. Mm-hmm this album it was built it was built for us yeah with us in mind and it's it's almost rude how just how much i can't get away from it i I can't i can't yes you i mean even if you even if even if you want to you can't i have to tell you a, a memory i'm just having at the fucking sauna i was at so I go into the, the the um actual like hot sauna room minding my own and as i walk in it's randomly full of like eight or like eight people like and usually there's only like two or three it's like a pretty 
calm day when I would ever walk into a space. So I'm like, oh my God, am I walking into something controversial? And Jordan, I was. There was nothing sexual. What was happening was a debate about a certain uh, singer. And I was like, who are they talking about? One guy was saying, she's just not as good as people say. And And I was like, who are we talking about? I come to find out that this person was saying that Solange, he feels, is better than Beyonce and that Beyonce is overrated. The other people in the room were, of course, aggressively disagreeing. Yes. And I was on their side. But then this guy who was a short, hairy, white man was saying that Beyonce is not the full package because she doesn't do interviews like the other icons do. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't like whatever have that. And then he used the word brainless, referring to Beyonce. Oh, dear. Then... There Mm -hmm. was a Hispanic guy over here that was like, I don't think it's okay that a white man is saying a a woman of color is brainless. And then the white guy was like, well, I'm not, it's not, I'm also, (laughs) right. He's like, but I'm also like, you know, I'm Jewish and boo, 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 boo. And I'm like, okay, you are now not representing my people and you're putting us back a few centuries. However, he then says, and he also was like bald and sort of extreme looking. And he was like, I mean, I know like I look like a Nazi. And if I was like, you know, having a, a passionate conversation, I was talking to a black man, it wouldn't look very good. And then I was like, okay, now we're how far we've strayed yeah, from the yeah. light. And then there was a black guy that was in the corner and he said, well, what would it look like if you were too fucking? And then the white guy said, I forget what he was like, well, I don't know. Maybe that would be better. And, and, the, and then the black guy was like, well, that would look really hot. And I was like, okay, now I'm confused. <laughs> What's happening? Is this, <laughs> it sounds like a really, really poorly written porno. <laughs> it really does. And I'm like, all lines lead to people talking about fucking. But also, he did get canceled by the room by saying that Beyonce was brainless. And I think yeah, he got as- his ass handed. And that was yeah, su- not not what I wanted on my birthday. No, and I'm so sorry that that happened on your birthday. You you deserve to be um, and as a Virgo, I oh, shoot exactly I, I, your groove. No, it no. really was. I mean, I, it's not what I expected at a Korean spa on a Wednesday afternoon. That's no. for sure. And it's not a conversation I'm willing to even have anymore because it's, who is creating albums almost 30 years into their career that are making people lose their ever loving minds in this way? Like, please have a seat. I'll debate other seat. things about her, but I won't debate. I won't debate that. I mean, what, yeah, I and mean, I'm wondering, like, what, I mean, what is there to debate? Do you, do you think that she and Jay-Z are happy? Um, I, I do. I think that they obviously have an arrangement of sorts that works mm-hmm. for them. I definitely see happiness as far as I can tell, especially with the, the children seem very, very pleased not to get too deep into anything here. Cause I obviously I don't know much, but a friend of mine used to babysit a child that was in Blue Ivy's class and said that. Blue Ivy seems very, very happy as a human and that her parents dropped her off at school almost every day. Oh so, my God, you know what I mean? Me like, so I, I, I sense happiness. I do. I Jordan, do. a degree away from I d- uh, Yeah. I wish, I wish, but I know. wish. Oh my God. Such, I mean, you heard it here first, folks. Blue Ivy is happy. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> Jordan, before we sign off on this stunning conversation, oh. I want to ask you a question I did not prep you for, which is Jordan, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? The best Whoopi Goldberg film. Oh, okay. Color purple. It's, it's color purple. I know that, and that's not, you know, it's probably not the Whoopi that, Maybe some people are coming to get, but it's, but some are. And, and boy, some are. And also yeah. the Academy was listening and for good reason. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm quite excited about this movie musical remake. I know maybe that's, I loved the, the musical in general. So, oh I'm, my God. I'm about I, it. I cannot. And isn't Cynthia Revo is doing the movie, right? No, she is not. Um, oh, Fantasia fuck. is doing the movie. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, my God. Cynthia's Fantasia. busy alphabeting. You're right. Doing her two <laughs> wicked films. Two, her two <laughs> wicked films that are coming out in, what, a year from now? I'm just like. A year and then another year. I was like, okay, all right. Wait, was the theater all abuzz when they announced that the gay guy as um, Fiero? They, they, it, yes, it was. Yes. The answer is yes. The the gays especially were like, I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's from what, Bridgerton? Bridgerton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I never watched it, which like... I'm with you. Came. I did okay, okay. two episodes and I said, you know, I don't... I watch a lot and I was like, I don't... I, but you do, you do, you be well, everyone. Have 
have that. Do you? Okay, well now, okay, it's not every day I get to talk to not only a dear friend, but who's also in Wicked on Broadway. Do you? Um, okay, so the casting is coming out for the Wicked movie. Do yeah. you have a fantasy of who is playing Madame Morrible? Are they going to do stunt casting? I'm assuming a little bit stunty. I know Cheryl Lee Ralph is busy. She did it on Broadway. I was just going to say that she did it on Broadway and that, but she was too too much Abbott Elementary. Yeah, she's very busy over there um, and rightfully so and earning all that she should. But Mm -hmm. uh, that would be one of, I would love to see almost like even Lisa Kudrow, I think would be really funny and fun. Jennifer Lewis. You know, I mean. I, I think, not to jinx it, but I do think that they would have to try to mess up that casting because there could be so many great angles to that role. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, the only way to mess it up is to cast someone boring, and I don't think they're going to do they're that. They're not going to do, do that, no. They're not going to do that. They they seem to have a good handle on this. I'm I'm quite excited to see it. I think it'll be done well from the rumors I've heard and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. we shall see. Um, before I ask you where people can find you, um, wh- how long do, do you have a set contract for, for Wicked or are you open-ended? I do have a set contract. I can't share what I'm officially finishing, but gotcha. I am around for a bit longer. So, Oh, good. Yes. So if you are yeah. in New York City, go Come see Jordan through. as Bach and Wicked the Musical, fucking like iconic musical. Um, Jordan, where can people follow you? They can follow me on, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter at Jordan T underscore B. And then I've got a website too, you know, I'm updating that and I'm on TikTok. My TikTok is not as busy as it could be, but I've got some of my pinned um, viral ones, you know. Yes. And the, no, on as someone who has firsthand seen Jordan's videos, the, <laughs> the, the Whitney Brandy Cinderella breakdown, the Let's talk I mean, about it. important journalism. Jordan, thank you so much for coming on That's a Gay <laughs> podcast, as iconic as I wanted you to thank be. Thank you and for even having more so. me. Yes, and as a means, if not just to hang out on, under the guise of a podcast, too. Like, I Hello! Like if you enjoyed this episode with Jordan Barrow, my Broadway baby, leave us a five-star review. It kind of triggers the algorithm to keep showing this podcast to other people, and I'm so excited with how it's grown, but, you know, we're trying to take over the fucking world. Also, send it to a friend if you think that is something that they would like, and if you want to request any guests for future episodes, DM me. I'm on uh, Instagram at Eric Wills, or go to the Gay Ass Podcast, Instagram at Gay Ass Podcast. It's the end of September. I can't wait for a spooky, ooky fall. And we'll see you next week. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.